0: We start with the latest COVID-19 numbers coming out from state health officials, and those numbers show improvement. COVID particles in wastewater and hospital admissions for COVID both declined for the third week in a row. This comes after they peaked back in early September to their highest 2023 levels. Hospitalizations decreased slightly, while wastewater particles saw a more dramatic dip, a 22% decrease lots of people still out there getting covid and lots of people still getting it pretty severely so health officials do urge folks to continue to take precautions especially in indoor crowded settings and also keep up to date on that latest covid booster turning to our local elections now after some early endorsements came out back in september more local organizations are beginning to compile and share their endorsements as we get closer to the election on Tuesday, the advocacy group Next Chapel Hill Carborough joined us on the air to exclusively reveal their own endorsements for this fall's municipal elections. Ninety seven nine the Hills Brighton McConnell has the details.
1: Next Chapel Hill Carborough is a nonprofit with its own separate action fund that helps endorse candidates that support the values of the group, which was founded about eight years ago. Kathy Kaufman, who works with the Action Fund, shared some of the top issues its leadership does support and wants to see from local elected officials.
2: We look at housing as it relates to everybody in the community, transit, uh, climate change, what are we going to do to reduce our climate footprint, and who understands the nexus between all of those issues and understands how to move the town forward.
1: With that in mind, the next Action Fund shared its endorsement of Jess Anderson on Tuesday in the Chapel Hill mayoral race this fall. Kaufman said that choice of Anderson over her opponent, Adam Searing, was largely based on the town council members' commitment to using the recently passed Complete Communities Framework. That's a town project meant to inform growth through a connected set of goals and priorities instead of considering development on a case-by-case basis. Here's what else Kaufman said of Anderson.
2: She's involved on the key issues that NEXT cares about and her understanding of housing and density and transit infrastructure really has grown and we think that she does understand the importance of the land use decisions that Chapel Hill has to make.
1: In a crowded field for Chapel Hill's town council race and the four seats available there, Kaufman said four other candidates stood out based on their backgrounds, experience in the town government, and stances on both housing and climate impact issues.
2: We have four endorsees, Melissa McCullough, Theodore Nollert, John Mitchell, and Eric Villera.
1: Over in Carborough, Town Council member Barbara Fushi is running unopposed for the town's mayor. But Kaufman said the Action Fund is still endorsing her as a signal of confidence of how Fushi will lead the town.
2: We want her to continue her important work on equity issues and all of those issues in Carborough. I think she's got a consistent view of what's needed.
1: Next Action Fund is also choosing to support the slate of candidates running together in Carborough, with Kaufman saying their different backgrounds, but, quote, wealth of experience, would serve them well if elected.
2: We are endorsing for town council the slate of Catherine Frey, Jason Merrill, and Elias Sarposada.
1: To listen to that full interview and to see all of the candidates running in the Chapel Hill and Carborough town elections this fall, visit chapelboro.com. For 97.9 The Hill, I'm Brighton McConnell. Thank you, Brighton. Keeping it with
0: local elections now, 97.9 The Hill is once again excited to bring you the candidates in our community's races right here on the air. That was Breckony Eckhart, candidate for Chapel Hill Town Council. We heard earlier in the show from John Mitchell and Eric Valera, and tomorrow we'll begin hearing from the Carborough Town Council candidates. Time now to talk sports, and let's get into it with the men's soccer team. They continued their unbeaten season so far. They beat Elon 2-0 last night at Dorrance Field. Quincy Herman with a game-winning goal. He's made almost half of UNC's goals in action this season. They're going to be back at it on Friday night, hosting the defending champions, Syracuse. Meanwhile, men's golf was in the final round of the Ben Hogan Invitational in Texas on Tuesday. They started the day thinking they were kind of out of it. They were back in a distant fourth place, but they had a fantastic day, and it coincided with an epic collapse by first place Oklahoma. So the Tar Heels ended the day battling with number two Vanderbilt for the tournament title. They ended up falling just one stroke short. You can learn more about how it played out by looking at the news article on Chapelboro.com. We also learned the rest of the conference schedule for the men's and women's basketball teams. Men's team opens conference play early. They'll be hosting Florida State on December 2nd, and that game is starting to look like a trap because it comes sandwiched between their matchup against Tennessee in the SEC-ACC Challenge and their trip up to New York to face UConn at Madison Square Garden. Duke comes to the Smith Center on Saturday, February 3rd. That should be a pretty exciting weekend because over at Carmichael, the uh, women's team will be hosting defending conference champs Virginia Tech on Sunday. You can find the full schedule for both teams by visiting chapelboro.com.